This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, December 19th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Anne Arundel County Community Action Agency Board of Directors announced a new chief executive officer in Charlestine R. Fairley. Now, Dr. Fairley is a well-known name in the county. She had worked more than 30 years in higher education and most recently served as dean of the Annapolis branch of the Sojourner Douglas College, which is now defunct, which was over in Edgewater. She replaces the previous CEO, Corwin Macklin, who was appointed in February, but hired as an interim CEO last September. In making the announcement, Board of Directors President Leslie Stanton said, Dr. Fairley is a consummate professional who significantly impacted any organization with which she has been affiliated. Her work on behalf of families in the Anne Arundel community is well respected and is just what the agency needs at this time. Now, the Anne Arundel County Community Action Agency is the agency that connects low-income people with services. It could be food stamps, it could be cell phones, it could be help with an electric bill and things of that nature. And they are located right at the corner of West and Calvert Street. For all you foodies out there, Amazon has expanded their grocery pickup from Whole Foods markets here in Annapolis, and customers can now place Whole Food grocery orders via the Amazon Prime Now app and pick them up in as little as 30 minutes to an hour from the store up there in the Annapolis Town Center. If you're cooking for the holidays, this might be just the ticket. You can avoid the crowds. You can choose a free pickup in as little as an hour on orders of $35 or more, or in 30 minutes for a $4.99 service fee. And when you arrive at Whole Foods, you just park in a designated spot and a little Prime Now shopper comes comes running out to put the groceries in your car within minutes. Also with the Prime Now app, you can get Prime Now delivery and there is a fee associated with that, but Whole Foods will deliver right to your doorstep. Pickup at Whole Foods is available daily from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And you can get more information at primenow.com. Some not so great news for BWI Airport. They rank among the worst airports for holiday travel in the U.S. And this ranking comes from a report which looked at 10 years of flight data from the Department of Transportation to determine the 50 busiest airports in the country during the holiday season. Data from 2008 to 2017 showed that on average, 68% of flights leaving BWI during the holidays arrive at their destination on time. That means 32% of them don't. 1.7% were canceled. Out of the 50 busiest airports, BWI ranked number 10 for the most delays and number 25 for the most cancellations. The other worst airports are Chicago Midway, Chicago O'Hare, Newark, and Denver. The best airports are Honolulu and Maui. I wouldn't mind being there right about now. Fort Myers in Tampa and San Antonio, Texas. But BWI has seen a lot of expansion in 2018, and they just announced a new carrier. Frontier Airlines is going to start its first flights from BWI with nonstop service to Denver in the spring. Now, Frontier Airlines is coming back from a bankruptcy several years ago, but they were going to initially offer four weekly round-trip flights between BWI and Denver International starting on March 14th. Additional service was announced this year, including Iceland Air's flights to Reykjavik. Air Canada added service to Montreal. Southwest Airlines will be adding weekly service to Grand Cayman starting in June. Spirit Airlines announced three new markets from BWI starting February 14th to San Juan, Austin, and Jacksonville. 
and Allegiant Air recently announced service to Sarasota, which will be starting on February 22nd. All told, there are 17 airlines to 91 domestic and international destinations right out of BWI, one of the most convenient airports that I have ever seen. That is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we never know what's coming in throughout the day and we do update it often. You want to recommend us to your friends and colleagues and make sure you give us a rating or a review if you're in such a place where you can do. And of course, make sure you're subscribed so it comes right to your phone or your tablet every morning at 7 a.m. Check out our link in the show notes to find out all the different ways you can connect with us. And remember, it is Thursday, so we have Trevor with your Maker's Minute coming up. And I do have a special rant coming up. So you want to stick around for that. And all of that is coming up in just a few minutes, along with George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. From Main Street to Maryland Avenue, West Street to Ego Alley, and the circles in between. Shop local this holiday season by shopping at Midnight Madness in historic downtown Annapolis, with all stores open until midnight this Thursday. Post a selfie from Snowflake Alley, sip cocoa on City Dock, visit the baby alpacas, and on every street corner, enjoy dancers, carolers, and music. It's Midnight Madness. Visit downtownannapolispartnership.org. Midnight Madness is sponsored by the Downtown Annapolis Partnership, Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, and WRNR. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, December 20th. You know it has been a wet year when you get three days in a row of sunny, dry weather, and you feel thankful for it. But those three days we just had are over, and unfortunately, here we go again with another flood watch for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, which by our research is the 26th such watch of 2018, if adding up flash flood and regular flood watches, which are sometimes called aerial flood watches, almost all of which have come since the beginning of May. With that being said, look for rain to move into the region later this afternoon or tonight and expect it to be moderate to heavy at times in the overnight hours along with potentially gusty winds exceeding 30 miles per hour or more at times. And as low pressure then moves through and off to the northeast tomorrow, expect showers to continue along with breezy conditions as temps jump up into the upper 50s to maybe even lower 60s as a fair amount of warm air initially gets pulled up from the south before the low pressure center passes by Annapolis and ultimately wraps cooler air back into the area from the northwest with its counterclockwise rotation. And at this point, with some showers potentially lingering into Saturday morning, the expectation for the weekend is generally for sunny and dry conditions to move back in with highs in the 40s, which should extend out at least into early to mid-next week for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, hopefully easing any real travel concerns for anyone traveling Saturday through Monday for the holidays. Bottom line, though, stay tuned for updates as this storm could be a very wet one like the one we just had, and it could also bring much more wind with it as it delivers what may be another three-plus inches of rain for many. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be safe on the roads as the rain moves back in, and be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or on our website at dmvweather.com, so you can always stay weather-informed. There is a diamond of diamonds, and as you'd expect, it's from the De Beers Group, benefiting from over 130 years of diamond expertise. Only 14 diamond tears in the world are allowed to touch them. Its name? Forevermark. And only one jeweler between Annapolis and Washington has it. Zachary's. 
Not only is it a beautiful and rare diamond, it's a diamond with a story of responsible sourcing, supporting women and girls in diamond-producing areas around the world through education, health care, professional training, and other programs. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you're not just giving, you're giving back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tonight is your last chance to hit downtown Annapolis for Midnight Madness, where most of the shops stay up until 11 or 12, typically serving refreshments and having musical performances and all kinds of things going on in the shops and in the streets in downtown Annapolis. I went last week and it was a whole lot of fun. Definitely a great way to support your local businesses this time of year. Starting tomorrow and running through Saturday is the Ursid's Meteor Shower, with meteors typically ranging between 5 and 10 per hour. This year could have as many as double the normal amount in bursts here and there. Unfortunately, there'll be a full moon to compete with, but if you want your best chance to see a lot of meteors, check out the peak late tonight, sometime after midnight, but as late as just before sunrise tomorrow. The Ursids are named after their location in the sky near Ursa Minor, also known as the Little Dipper. Starting Wednesday and running through Sunday, Art from Annapolis has their winter break art camp. It's a workshop for ages 8 to 15. It'll be an open studio-style art camp where they'll have a different teacher each of five days. Each day will bring different activities for the kids, from sculpture to painting to even watching short art films. Kids can join for one day or all five days at a discounted rate, whatever works best for the family. Older campers may choose to work on their own projects during this time. They are not required to participate in every activity. Saturday, at the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park in Ellicott City, they'll be having an early American holiday cooking demonstration. See a holiday meal prepared on an open hearth and bake oven using period-correct recipes at the Patapsco Valley. Saturday at Unallocated Space in Severn, they're having their classic video game day, a social video gaming event where you can bring your favorite console or video games and other systems and a spare TV if you have one. They have PlayStation 1 and 2, NES, Super NES, N64, GameCube, Xbox, Xbox 360, and Dreamcast, and they'll possibly have a Super Smash Bros. tournament. Next week starting Wednesday, but also running Thursday, Friday, and the following Monday, Pongo's Learning Lab in Crofton has their School Out Mini Camp. School may be out, but Pongo's is still open. Kids can choose from activities based on their interests, not a rigid schedule. Some past activities have included playing Minecraft and other computer and tablet games, experiment with STEM toys like Snap Circuits, Little Bits, and Dash and Dot, as well as watching music videos and having a dance party. This camp is appropriate for kids grades K through 8. And as always at Annapolis Makerspace, Monday nights are for woodworking, and Thursday nights are for electronics. We just got some cool learning kits from Particle. They're similar to Arduino boards, but these kits come with the Particle Photon development boards, as well as a bunch of sensors and other fun things to play with. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. Also be sure to catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as finding the calendars for our events on Meetup, Facebook, and on our website. And remember, whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? 
at St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. They're great. Visit St. Andrews Day School's open house on Friday, January 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a toy. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. This message is for John Frenet of Island Annapolis. John, this is your podfather speaking, and I'm very disappointed that I'm not hearing more opinion pieces from the Island Annapolis Daily News Brief. So please rectify that as soon as possible. I truly enjoy the Island Annapolis Daily News Brief, but we need some more uh, ranting and raving by John Frenet and more opinion. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, Scott McMullen, this one is for you. And by the way, take a listen to Scott's podcast, the Annapolis podcast. It's a real good one. Anyhow, remember that election in November? I know it was a scant 44 days ago, but we elected a whole slew of new people to represent us for the next four years, starting on January 9th in the General Assembly. From there, they're going to have 1,460 days to represent us before they might leave office. I say might. Because here in Maryland, it seems that most political victories equate to lifetime sentences, and that would be sentences for the electorate. So anyhow, yesterday I got an email from a newly elected candidate that has never held elective office before, and the email went on to explain that before the start of the session, she needed to have, quote, one last fundraiser because, as the email said, quote, we spent every dime we had to win this race, unquote. Okay, I can totally get on board with the fundraiser to erase any kind of campaign debt. It takes money to win races. And let's be real, if you're going to be a politician, you probably really ought to get used to spending other people's money and money that you don't have. This particular fundraiser is on January 7th at the Market House. And the cost of admission is $100 if you live in the area and $150 if you don't. You know, that's kind of steep for a part-time political job. But as the campaign is in the hole, well, maybe not so fast. Apparently, this candidate is not too good at math, because on December 19th in her email, she says they spent every last dime. Yet in a campaign finance report submitted on November 20th, she claims to have $24,256.73 in the bank. Sorry, you did not spend your last dime. In fact, you have 242,567 of them sitting in the bank. I do know it takes money to win races, but the next race is not for four years. Here's a suggestion. Work on becoming a good legislator first and then ask us to support you financially. You have a lot of time to prove or disprove yourself. What is this bullshit about fundraising for office even before being sworn in? And that's what I'm thinking today. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.